This station is being brought to you via Nolsoft Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast.com. Hi, this is Steve Sansweet, and you are listening to Star Wars on the Left. StarWarsIndirect.com StarWarsIndirect.com There you will listen to Star Wars Indirect, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Star Wars Indirect is a proud member of the Sci-Fi Podcast Network, TSFPN.com. where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events, everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come! The cotton attack beam is pulling us in! You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition.
ladies and gentlemen, at 5.20 p.m. last Tuesday, Katie Johnson, daughter of Halbin Johnson, founder of the 501st, passed away. Cancer took her away from her family and her friends. One of the many reasons that here at Star Wars on Direct we're so proud of being part of the Star Wars fandom is that in moments of needs, we can all support each other's. This support helped Katie and her family live as full of life of life as she could and fight her disease even harder from day to day until it got the better of her. Yoda said to Hanekin in Episode 3 that one must rejoice for those around you who transform into the Force. It isn't an easy thing to do, but now, at least, we can comfort ourselves in thinking that Katie's suffering has finally come to an end. Katie, wherever you are now, I'm sure that you'll get the message. Thank you for touching our lives in a way that only you could. We will all follow your footsteps in the battle against cancer and other children's diseases, always remembering you. Thank you very much. To the Johnsons, we can only offer our most sincere condolences. Who's the 501st? Hi, this is Jay Thompson, producer and director of Heart of an Empire, the documentary. And you're listening to Star Wars Indirect. And welcome to Star Wars on Direct number 50 on this... 51. 51, you're right. On this <laughs> August 16th. 2005. I'm joined by Danny, the producer, and Brian, my co-host. Hello. My left on the Hello. webcam, which is not up, <laughs> of course. 
Uh, it happens. It happens. So as I'm putting the uh, wonderful webcam up, I want to mention that uh, today we're going to be celebrating our 50th show, which was last week. And uh, we'll be remembering... Our 50 shows. Our 50 shows. Not our 50 it, but our 50 past shows. Yes. And uh, basically you'll be able to, if you're joining us for the first time, which I know one of our friends from UK Andy is joining us for the first time tonight, okay. you'll be able to uh, hear where a few things came from. For instance, the Ride That Jedi thing, I'm, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I knew that would come back to haunt me in a <laughs> anyhow. particular way. Yeah. <laughs> I almost wore my will Ride That Jedi t-shirt today. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, because I gave mine away to Edgy Mayu. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, we'll have the general uh, segments with the polls, the collecting news, the fan audio release. We'll have the community update, which will be followed by a review of Darkness 1, The Joiner King, uh, by uh, mainly our producer, but uh, Brian and I will also give in a few words. Cool. Since we've started reading it, but are not just as deep into it as mm-hmm. you. Uh, for those who were wondering, uh, the introduction was for Katie Johnson, you know, uh, and uh, the clip will be, av- uh, will edit it, and the clip will be available on the uh, memorial homepage. I don't know. Uh, how long I will leave it there? Probably a month. And uh, as coming for myself, uh, since my grandmother died from cancer, from a brain tumor, and my cousin died from leukemia, and my mother had breast cancer when I was young, you know, uh, it re- it's really touching to uh, to me. And if you have money to give, you know, g- give it to uh, cancer research. Because it's in my family, and you know I may have it <laughs> someday. Yeah, you know, you so. never know. So uh, you want the, the the research to be up to date w- if you get it, because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. So if you have to give money, uh, give it to Same that thing. In my family, actually, both of my grandmothers died of cancer. Okay, and my aunt is overcoming breast cancer okay. as we speak. That's it. And I just. I can't say anything else. <laughs> Maybe go to the 4kd.org to leave a comment to the family of uh, Alvin and Kathy Johnson. Yep. And uh, uh, Brian. Brian. Yeah. How oh. can how can people contact us for those? Well, of they can contact us by email at studio at swndirect.com. You can uh, reach us by our Star Wars Undirect newsletter, our chat, our webcam. You can listen to us live. You can get links to our blog, to our to our message board on tsfpn.com. Which I think is still down. Which is still down, unfortunately. And you uh, all that through our main webpage, which is www.swndirect.com. And you can also reach us by MSN Messenger at swndirect at hotmail.com. Here you go. Soundcard. Uh, just wanted to mention that TSFPN is back up. Oh, the forums? Uh, the boards themselves, I'm not sure. I don't think the boards. The w- no, the website is, is up. Is is been up for uh, a little a while week, now. yeah. Yeah, but not the boards. That's and it. the boards. The boards are still under construction, modification, under updating. <laughs> Under further un- under further bandwidth uh, acquiring <laughs> position. <laughs> That's it. So sound card may crash as, as usual, saying. especially since we will we will be playing a couple of clips from the past. 
So it might crash right at that moment. Did, did, oh did, boy! Did you actually go to the uh, extreme pleasure of getting like a a dreamy transition? Like no, 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 no. Ah, oh, no. oh, <laughs> We'll do it ourselves, Sebastian. Okay, I want to mention uh, first one of our fans wants his name mentioned on the show. So Noel Morales, your name has been mentioned on the show. <laughs> There we go. You got a shout out. <laughs> That's it. Also, uh, I received an, e an email. It's uh, for those who went to, uh, in vacation to Tunisia. Tunisia? Tunisia. Tunisia. They're planning to uh, tear down the uh, the buildings where they film uh, Mos Eisley and everything. So there's a petition going uh, uh, to be uh, held to the government there so they save those. So I'm going to uh, read the, the Star Wars service announcement that I received. Uh, it's a French fan that sent it. Because they speak French in, in Tunisia. So, hello, I'm a French fan of Sours. I put online a petition to save the building which was used in 1976 by George Lucas to appear as the cantina of Mos Eisley in episode 4. This building is located in Tunisia, and for more than two years I'm fighting to protect it, I'm trying to protect it against its being raised to the ground. A lot of French fans are providing support to this fight. The cantina is now saved from direct destruction, but it needs to be restored to avoid further degradation on the remaining parts of the building. We also want to fix a commemorative plaque on it. Our fight is difficult as we need both money and further support from the Tunisian government, which is not sensitized enough to this project to take the necessary decision. That is why we created this petition. We hope to collect a sufficient number of signatures in order to present them to the Tunisian authorities, showing them the interest of a great number of people all over the world for this project. Thus, if you can, please take two, uh, please take two minutes to sign the petition. I will post the, the link in the chat uh, right away, and uh, I will uh, tell you how you can uh, quickly, how you can sign the petition because it's in French so uh, you go to the uh, uh, I posted only the the link to the main page now the link to the petition itself and you go uh, they have uh, different uh, languages yeah the, the yeah but it, the the if you want to sign up you need to click on at the uh, on the middle tab at the top of the page which is called uh, Signe la pétition. Yeah. I'll just, I'll I just even put the, the French accent. I'll link directly to... Yeah. Uh, and uh, fill in your name and address uh, and uh, click send, envoyer, and you, you will receive a confirmation email that you need to click back. So that's about and it. And uh, pseudo means your nickname. Yeah, your nickname. That's it. So... Uh, Save a monument, a Star Wars monument. I was planning to go there one day. I know your parents went there, Sebastian. Yeah. No, and uh, I have a picture of, uh, of Mosespa actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I I hope to be able to go there one day. So, 
That's if, all if they can, uh, that's all the cantina is restored. If if they're really gonna like tear down the buildings, I'm I'm actually willing to throw everything away and just go there and tie myself. Rebuild it yourself. Th- tie myself up to the building so that they don't destroy it. <laughs> and I'm sure that other fans would be willing to do that as well. But I doubt it. So it's, uh, it's an historical mm-hmm. place, and it it should be saved. So for those who are listening to the archive or the uh, the uh, iPod, no, the, the podcast, I put a link on the homepage in the upcoming shows. I put a, a link that's called Save That Save Tatooine. So Just click there. The show notes. That's it. So click there, and you will go directly to the English English text. On the page I just linked, and that's it. So, we have some uh, listener feedback. Yes, yes, we do. We've got Ralph who sent us uh, a nice little email for about our 50th show, mentioning how great it was, and it was his first show, so he's going to be taking a look into the archives for more information about the miniatures. But he was wondering. Uh, Is there any reason why you you and the guys don't like the tactics line on the show, it, Brian? Is there a reason why we don't like the tactics line? I think it's uh, I have a real problem with them because they like speak down to kids. They're not really a complicated game, and it's one of the issues I brought up with a lot of th- I brought up with some people at Hasbro mm-hmm. when I was at Celebration Three, and they kind of brushed me off. They were like, "But you guys have miniatures game like like." 10 feet away, made by wizards. Why are you introducing this new game? They're kind of like, well, we know, we want to tap into this young market, and blah, 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 blah. We want to speak gowns to kids. I don't like that. And I just think it's a really stupid game. Oh, it's... Do you know how it's played? Yeah, you just kind of like, you have like little figures, and they all have springs, and you like, you get them right next to each other, and then you pull the arm back, and it hits it. And if it, if it falls down, it's dead! Okay. Or it has little guns, and you shoot it, and it goes... I'm sorry, but I don't like that kind of game. And I usually like like to do stuff that I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about the miniatures game, because it's an amazing, complex And you, game. you will learn with miniature how to strategize. Exactly. And that's and they say, like, 12 and up on the box, but, you know, my brother's been playing since he was 8. Yeah, that's a tactics is for, what, 4 and up? or 4 and up, or I think it's 8 and up, and it's like... Uh, and your brother's 9, and, and he beats a, a, a guy... He, he beats one of our friends, Mikael. He beat him three times in a row. And he's pretty good. Yeah. You know? That little booger is. <laughs> he's, he's beaten. He's beaten Sebastian. He's beaten me. <laughs> he's got too much of a good master. That's probably the problem. <laughs> yeah, uh, I but take no. no credit. Uh, honestly, uh, the in in goodwill for Hasbro, I'm just gonna say that if kids are gonna use like toys like this to play kind of a game or something like that, just go buy your star your figures. usual Star Wars action figures mm-hmm. and, you know, build up uh, some kind of display into the, the your sandbox and have fun with that there. I mean that's I don't know. It's like the the tactics I guess, you know, if you like it go have fun with it. But it's not something I get into and I think it speaks down to kids, so I'm not really, you know, involved in it. And yeah. I think it's kinda stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way the figures are made. They're not very pretty. They're kinda cheaply made. I like the little miniatures. That That's because they look like too. anime figures, don't they? Yeah, they're yeah, caricatural. They're, yeah. yeah, and I like the like oversized paws. And I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> well, hit the other figure. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't yeah. like that. It's a the too the miniature is collectible and playable. So they're pretty and they're playable. The tactics, they're ugly and 
Throw yes, play it, play it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yes. laughs> if you want to go that way, <laughs> they're kind of playable. Yeah, but you know what? In, instead of actually losing money and time on the tactics figures, either buy some action figures and just develop your kids' imagination, or buy Star Wars miniatures and develop their uh, eager mind to conquer over the world. <laughs> Definitely, and you know what? It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of different stuff you can do with the Star Wars minis. James and I spent an afternoon going, pouring through Star Wars books, checking out stat, making up stats for Jason Solo because we didn't have the character, and we wanted to make the character. And you can play the Star Wars RPG with it. Exactly, and there's a lot of different things you can do with it. Multifunctional. Can I, can I go wrong with that? Nope. You Oop. cannot. There you go. Anything else? No, I think that's pretty much it for the listeners. He's back for today. Okay. Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. Okay, and welcome to the Pulse for this August 16, 2005. Uh, Lucasfilm has just made a very bold move. In this age of Star Wars movies where they are no more, um, Dave Lucasfilm has hired Joshua Katz, an executive producer with experience in numerous cable networks. So they're going to use him to, uh, you know, cultivate their TV enterprise. And they've got, you know, like Indiana Jones 4 coming out, and they got the 30th anniversary of ILM and Star Wars in 2007. And it's gonna. It, this is kind of moving towards going into TV as opposed to uh, just movie. So they're gonna be a movie in TV studio. So that's uh, what's happening with Lucasfilm and their television news. On the other hand, back to miniatures. The Universe Huge set is coming out on Friday. Oh yeah. All right. And it is. Uh, I think it's six boosters per case, and there's no starter this time. It's just going into boosters. So. There's lots of miniature news and photos and sets and blah blah stats and all kinds of cool stuff on the wizard I've boards. Saw, yeah, I saw the Darth Vader and Jedi Luke Hunter and Luke Skywalker Jedi Master. Yeah, they look cool. awesome. So, we have a little surprise for you guys. Yeah. On the next show, we're going to have a very special miniatures guest. So if you have any questions, comments about the miniatures game, about the new set, about where it's going... Send us an email at studio at SWN Direct for our special guest. There you go. He is very special. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's so special I don't even know about him. <laughs> Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events. Everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective Forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. All right, welcome to these collecting news. I'm uh, posting right now some pictures coming straight from our friends at Galactic Hunter of the uh, latest wave of the Force Battlers series. Please do not laugh at the uh, Darth Vader looking like 
a bat. Batman. It's so ugly. Like the the <laughs> wings coming from the back. It's why would Darth Vader do something like flying? We can use the force to fly. Where? <laughs> yeah, right. Only Yoda does that. Am I missing something here? Oh, I am missing something here. Okay, I'm sorry for the people in the chat. I'm gonna have to repost the wonderful links. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm also gonna be posting the Plocoons. Uh, there you go. Plocoons. The uh, is uh, Jedi Starfighter is now coming out. Oh, cool. And uh, it looks pretty much like. Uh, any other episode 2 Jedi Starfighter yeah except they redid the paint on it and now it's bluish with lines kind of like Anakin's look like in the Clone Wars TV show yeah pretty much but I guess it's cool for the kids who are lacking the uh, Jedi Starfighter from episode 2 yeah or just basically the imagination and paintbrush to actually repaint their own <laughs> does it come with, with the figures it the doesn't logo? come with any figure Damn. that sucks ass that's Hasbro for you <laughs> <laughs> and uh, another reason for which we don't like the attack takes <laughs> anyhow uh, evolution specs have been uh, spotted I'm not, it's not, I hate my keyboard <laughs> alright Evolutions, evolutions packs have been spotted, and uh, they they are now for sale. You have the sit evolution, and of course, the uh, the clones evolution, which are basically three packs of action figures. All these wonderful products made by Hasbro and previewed by Galactic Hunter. Links Bonanza in the chat. Links Bonanza in the <laughs> chat. There you go. Just enjoy yourself. Uh, if you'll notice, though, on the, uh, the, the 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 third third series of Force Battlers is basically Luke and some sort of skiff kind of flying thing with weapons on his back, and we don't know where it comes from, but it's probably from fighting Wumprats on Tatooine. And there's Han Solo in a stormtrooper outfit, and you can literally see that the stormtrooper helmet just doesn't fit. <laughs> okay, I guess he rolled an 18 on his like costume oh, RPG. Yeah, <laughs> tricks and it just didn't work that well. So, yeah, any caster? Yes, I did hit the wrong button in the first time, but now everything's back to normal, and you f- people should be able to see everything perfectly well. Did you mention a poll uh, about sideshow collectibles? I'm about to do okay. so. Okay. Sideshow Collectibles at sideshowtoy.com slash EU homepage. Well, if basically you just click on the EU uh, homepage button. Uh, they will be posting next week the first Star Wars Expanded Character Universe that goes into production for 12 inches figures, I guess, uh, from Sideshow. And it's going to be between Mara Jade or Jaina Solo. Ooh. Oh, man, that's so Mara hard. Jade. Can I vote Mara twice? Jade. I can show if you. If you change your IP address, I can show you how to change your IP address. <laughs> I can do that myself. Thank you very much. So <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to vote for Jaina. And uh, did you say that Tron was there also? No, that was from the Rebel Scum one. Okay. They had a post. They had a thing about. They're doing the same thing as Attackus. They're letting. They're making polls. 
That's so the fan, way, so the fan decide what they want. That's it. And uh, Star Wars Shop is actually distributing some early Star Wars celebrant artwork, and it's available, of course, through StarWarsShop.com. So if you don't live in Canada and you don't mind paying some cool shipping from FedEx, just order it. It's the really, really nice, basic Star Wars Episode Four poster from I 1977. I have that one. But without saying, like, Star Wars on it or anything, it just... It's Mine's it's cool. It just has the cast on it. It's really beautiful. It's a nice poster. I have it. So there you go. This cool. concludes the collecting news. StarWarsFanWorks.com The home of Star Wars Fan Audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. And the fan audio news. Yes, I messed up again. Sorry. Okay, uh, Star Wars FM. Matt Lowen of Star Wars FM has let us know that the show will be soon expanding beyond its current format, which include regular episodes and, as of September, both supplemental and film commentary episodes as well, to include a set of one-man episodes with just himself, Matt, rather than Matt and his brother Ben which will feature reviews of fan production, like the fan film, fan audio releases. It's called Fan Praise. Their new radio show is called Fan Praise Radio. So it will be focusing, focusing, yeah, focusing on fan-made, focusing, focusing. yeah, focused, focused on fan-made productions. Also, the first episode of Star Wars Bookies has just been released today. It focuses on the st- on the Star Wars: A New Hope novelization and Darkness One: The Joiner King. You can download the episode at www.bookies.com. Bookies spelled the same way as Wookies, but with a B. Also, Chrono Radio has a new interview edition available as of yesterday with the editors of the book Towers and F- Philosophy from Jason Eberl and Kevin Decker also a new Fan Audio Made Easy series return with its second episode featuring a tutorial entitled The Poor Man's Trooper uh, also a TFN Podcast TFN Podcast has also released a new episode featuring the review of Attack of the Clones an interview with Zach and Jesse Jensen, Kitfisto and Sassitine from Attack of the Clone. Uh, and finally, Alan Singer has told Fanworks that the status of his upcoming continuation of The Adventure of the Galactic Star Force Power Squad audio parody, the second tale called The New Adventure of the Galactic Star Force Power Squad is being targeted for a September first release date. There you go. Am I the only one who wants to take these audio features of the the, the Fan Force Power Squad the the yeah. Star Force Power Squad and just take like G.I. Joe's and react <laughs> in stop motion. I never listened to uh, what it is, so it it could be like Power Ranger or I don't it's know. Really funny. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, 
Welcome to the community update on this August 19, 16th, 2005. I'm going to start by saying that uh, the Federation Toys website has been closed for updating for the past week. Uh, it should be up anytime now, but I'm guessing we can probably give, give them another 48 hours because changing servers is a painful pro. Uh, process. Server and or updating a website or anything on the web, you cannot put a schedule on it. It's right. always longer than expected. So that's right. So trust me, it's painful and you don't want to do it. <laughs> it just it's just these things that happens. Uh, next, the Minnesota Fat Force uh, August meeting will be taking place on August 20th, they will be mating down at the Applebee's in the Burnsville Mall at 5 p.m. and then heading to the Skatesville's USA for 7.11 p.m. open skate time. You can either go to the Jedi Council Forum Boards link, which can be found at boards.theforce.net, the Fanforce Boards, and you can PM Myrax80 or email her at myrax80 at roguesquadron.com with the subject line of Skateville for more details. That's for the Minnesota Fan Force. And the RMFF August meeting, Comrade 501st Type and Southern Allies in the SCFF Friends Guest and any other outlying Fan Force. The August Rocky Mountain Fan Force meeting will be held at a Tracy Mountain Retreat in the foothills west of Denver. It will be the Saturday, August 21st at 2 p.m. until everyone goes home on their home while we'll be doing our friend show. Okay. And talking about the Jonah King, which I should have finished by then. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> standard, standard issue beverages and tasty chow to be served. Buy, bring your own munchies, such as chips, salsa dip, frozen goodies, etc. No alcohol, of course. Uh, feel free to bring any and all Star Wars toys to exhibit if you wish. Including videos, any such, any fan force for their friends. Guests and families are most welcome. And a special offer to attend is out there for all 501st uh, as well. Don't forget your sparing implements, helmets, and gloves for those over 18 years old. The directions are posted on the thread. So that's for... No alcoholic beverages? That's the general rule of FanForce, my friend. No alcohol beverages is allowed in a FanForce official meeting. Oh, okay. There is a bylaw that says that it is actually like okay to drink after the meetings for those people who are... Legally drinking age. <laughs> yes, they are very short. <laughs> but then yeah. again, we're I, 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 we're I, 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 let's drink, let's drink. <laughs> the meeting is over. But Adjourn. Our Adjourn, dude. We, we, we also have the great uh, pleasure of having only legal drinking age members. That is true. So. We can actually have our meetings at a pub and drink, and it's, it's a cool game. We have a low drinking age, too. That's yeah. what permits us. And, of course, I want to remember everybody that uh, Star Wars on Direct will be at uh, SFX at the end of this month. We are preparing a special Fan Force charity breakfast on Sunday morning for those of you who would like to attend. Cost is $40. If you're planning on going to SFX, I highly recommend you come to this breakfast. Not only because it's a great time to meet all the people from Fan Force Toronto, Niagara, probably London and Montreal, but also because you might be able... I don't want to say anything in concrete, but you may be able to meet up with Kenny Baker, his wife, and Mr. Matthew Wood. So, nice. It could, it's something that will probably 
be taking place. For more information, you can visit the Canada General Fanforce Canada Boards and take a look at the uh, SFX thread, uh, or you can go straight to the uh, Toronto Boards as well and take a look in there. Cool. This pretty much concludes the community update. Nice. And I'm actually I'm going to finish by saying that uh, we had a great time last weekend at La Ronde. So for those those of you who actually were there, thank you for coming, and see you next year. There you go. And introduce playlist playlist. Yes, we, yes. We have a new. We're going to review right now. Actually. Oh yeah. The uh, Darkness, the Joiner King. I have started it. I am enjoying it thoroughly because it's. I just haven't had a lot of time <laughs> to read my book, but um, I'm really enjoying what I've read. I love how Jason's this crazy mm-hmm. ass wizard now. He's not a Jedi Knight. He's more. Of a no, wizard. he left the order. He left the order. It's pretty cool. And he went to all different kind he of went places. To like Bathmir, Falasmi, Falasmi, and all these really cool ways of like different ways of seeing the Force. Yeah, like uh, a group, like group of people that don't call it the force. They call it like the current. The current, the white current. Like, yeah. like they make spells, which is like the Dathomir yeah. witches. That's it. And like they make, like at one point he's in like the crash down ship mm-hmm. that the uh, they were supposed to escape on when they did the Merker mission. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, f- uh, that Reynard was on. on yeah. With the Dark Jedi, and he just yeah. like... It, it's dark, so he just does like a, a ball of light. Yeah, and he starts walking around. It was just so cool. So I, I'm enjoying it. Does the Uber? Will we will not say Jedi, but the Uber Force sensitive. Uber Force user way he's of like things. he's just like a Force wizard now. He's not right. as much a Jedi Knight, and he's a Force like wizard. And I don't know. He's not quite a Force. The ultimate power of the universe. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I think Luke could still kick his ass. Mm-hmm. But basically, the story is that uh, all the Jedi from the Merker mission uh, are still influenced by the meld, and they uh, they hear a call from the not the unknown, but coming from the outer rim. Outer rim, originating from the outer. Yeah, and they go find out what it is, and they find out that it's Reynard, which who is now. Unu Tall instead of Reynard Tall, uh, since he he's now kind of the leader of the Kilix. We la- we later we later uh, learn find out that it's the Kilix, and the uh, they're in a war with the Shis, a territorial war with the Shis. We later know that they're. Uh, I won't go too much into detail for those who <laughs> didn't have read it. But you, you, uh, there's. Uh, it's taking place five years after uh, the NGO series. Uh, there's a great Leia and uh, Anne solo interaction. It's threatening, mar- yeah. uh, not Mark, but uh, trademark. Trademark. There, there's also a great Skywalker family interaction yeah. in there as well. Ben Skywalker runs no, all over the place. Yeah, he, he's powerful, but uh, he doesn't touch the Force yet. In the same way, he d- he did he did ears Jason as uh, at some point. Yeah, uh, but it's interesting because he says like very at the very beginning of the book, he's like he says to his his parents like I don't want to be like a Jedi and I don't want to be like you know Jason and Jaina and mom and uh, his his mom and his dad and his aunt Leia. No, he wants to be like his uncle Han. He wants to do it the old-fashioned way. Cool. Uh, Jedi smuggler. <laughs> 
No. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there's great reference to uh, books and movies, of course. From the movies, it's from Revenge of the Sith, basically. The uh, R2 has some holograms stored in his computer chip that because uh, Trudening told us that he records everything. So it's uh, it's a recording of uh, Padme and Anakin talking and Padme and Obi-Wan. So for the first time, Luke and Leia see their mother. They don't know, they, they're not sure if... They, it's not confirmed if, if it's their mother, but Luke feels, oh, I think that's my mother, you know? Because it, she and talks and about Anakin. That's it, and Leia's all fucked up because she knew her mother before she died. <laughs> yeah, she didn't really... There you uh, go. Yeah, uh, and also the the, uh, the the young Jedi. I will call them the young Jedi, so we can easily well, the marker the marker survivors. Yeah, that's the uh, Jason Jaina. Uh, Tassar. No, Tanaka is in uh, is the Queen Mother now. Chadra Fat, the Chadra Fat. Yeah. Tenel, what is it? Sabatine and all those. No, not Sabatine. Tassar, Tassar. Yeah, Alima Rar also. Yeah, yeah, all those. They they go to the I don't remember the the planet the Caribou Caribou, and they by spending t time there they're beginning to be like not indoctrinated but uh, they're joiners they're joiners they're they're joining with the com community the mind community of the Kilix so they kind of being in control or influenced by the mind of the colony. So they're doing some, uh, they're taking some strange decision, and they, you know, like J Jason goes to Tenelka and sleep with her to have a battle fleet, and uh, it never really says that they sleep no. together, but it's pretty much what we're yeah we're basically lead to it points to, happens, to yeah. that yeah. Why doesn't Jason just you know like he's got so many girls hanging off of him. Danny Quee? Mm -hmm, that's true. You know, and also uh, later on uh, they go back to uh, Ozus, the Jedi yes. Academy, uh, and Ben has has come back with a Kilik hidden in the ship. Who is one of the a member? Uh, it's, it's one of the blue Kiliks okay. of the darkness, and Ben is be being like influenced, but not by his not by the mind, but. Is he understand? He understands what what the the, the master Killick says because <laughs> he can read his mind. Or I'm probably he's beginning be beginning to be a joiner too. And there's a great fight between Mara and that Killick. It uh, the the Killick flees. Uh, there's a lot of great uh, battle. There's the starfighter, the the stealth star, uh, the stealth X, the yeah, X wing. Uh, w uh, there's mention that the Kilix build center point and uh, yeah. the maw, like we mentioned, and the story ends with the fact that Leo is tired of the politics and she decides to to be a full fledged Jedi Knight. So uh, she will be the apprentice of Seba Sebastian. And all through the story, all through the story, you can see that she's fighting about the fact she's like, uh, there still hasn't been enough time for me to practice my, you know, Jedi powers, and I really should mm -hmm. make more time and get into it and all that. 
but she doesn't really. So I think it's it's finally the step that we've been yeah. waiting for. So for probably what years. you see on the cover on the Ancient Queen Leia with her lightsaber probably should be beginning to be uh, more powerful. Trading said it's like one year. Uh, yeah, no, a couple of months. Wow! Uh, no, I can imagine like how awesome Luke got in one year, and Leia, with like proper teaching from Saba, it's just she's gonna be kick-ass. Yeah, really fast, you know. So, but yeah, I think it's one year that separates the first book and the second book, and uh, and then a couple yeah, of weeks between you have two and three. I think it's about three months. I'm not sure. Okay, I don't remember exactly. For those of you who'd like to know that. Feel free to listen to the archive of last show. Yes, and basically the the book is great. I, I give it an eight out of ten right now. The story is great. It's like I said, it's great to be back in the NGO. Uh, the post NGO. The post NGO, but the the NGO ambiance. Yeah, you know, the thing is more real. Yeah. I like the way you did that, like kind of dancing with your <laughs> hands. And in the radio, it said people can't really see that. It was. It's <laughs> kind of like classy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and what can I say about uh, uh, more about this book? I don't remember the page count. It's four hundred something. It's yeah. It's 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 a really thick little pocket book. It's not really. But it includes great. recovery, so four hundred and forty-three uh, pages, and you have Elysia in there yeah. as well. Uh, which actually brings the book up to 525 pages, but the the darkness first book is actually 443 pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's er, something around 40 something mm-hmm. chapters. And one thing that's great in that book is they they discuss the uh, about how the Jedi use the Force. Uh, what's the purpose of the Jedi? Do they go all the way to succeed in a mission? Uh, whatever the cost, if they go dark side to do it, do they go uh, that far, or they're still? Uh yeah, there's some people that, or t- oh, I think it was talking on another Wizards board because the Yuuzhan are coming to the set, and a lot of people don't like that. Anyway, we're talking about like what the Jedi should do and how are they different from the Yuuzhan Vong. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying like, oh, the Jedi are like the peace and like the guardians of peace and justice, and like they only use the Force for knowledge and defense. Not anymore. No, but like even in Clone Wars, Mace Windu attacks yeah. all those battle droids. He defends himself. <laughs> but is he really though? But they're droids. They're not people. It's still, count. it's the intent. That but that's what he's defending the planet. That's yeah, it. you could say that. But also, where does defense end? Yeah. And where does attacking begin? Mm-hmm. That's but why Mace that's has a purple blade because he's half good and half <laughs> bad. That's the Sebastian crazy theory, right? There. Welcome to Sebastian crazy theory. Thank you. But okay. in there, I- it's clear that there's no dark or light side officially now. I, I think there yeah. still is. Yeah, I, l- I love the way it's the how you use it. How you use it? Yeah, yeah. it's how you use it. That ha- that didn't that hasn't changed how we view the force mm-hmm. in the original trilogy, or even in the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always been that. Yeah, it's always been that way. It's if you want to do, if you're doing this, if you're doing something that's selfless, it will be selfless. Mm-hmm. It'll stay on the light if you're still like looking knowledge and defense and defending, you know, people 
and you're not attacking anyone, it's still in the light. But if you're doing it for selfless goals, if you're just doing it for yourself, you're going to stay in the dark. That's it. And uh, still in that book, you got great lightsaber fights. You got one cool uh, space battle. And uh, what else can I say about that book? There is relationship development. <laughs> you know, you got uh, uh, Gina saw Jag. They got feeling for each other, but they don't. I don't. They don't see each other face to face. I think, but. They know they meet in space, and uh, you, you think there still uh, is something there. We will see what happens. But with the uh, the uh, Ambrosia, uh, how do you call Ambrosia? Ambrosia. Uh, it's like uh, which is basically uh, I like need. Remember <laughs> in uh, Matrix Revolution, like the the dance. The it's like a six minute. Uh, sequence in the Matrix Revolution, they're, they're in dancing. Zion and they're, they're dancing raving. like like yeah. in, like in the in a they're like in a trance. There's something like that with the Kilix, with the Membrosia, and uh, everybody's kind of drugged. Let's see, even if training doesn't want to be want to mention that it's kind of drugs are bad. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> but Thank you finally, Jaina and Zek wake up in this, uh, you know, naked and you know. Who ends up? Jaina and Zeke. And Zeke, yeah. Okay. Or, well, no, no, they, were, they were kind of lovers in the Young Jedi Knight series. Their relationship goes back a long way, you know? Yeah, but nothing happened. That's what Jaina said. But y- <laughs> you see that... Because, <laughs> of course, Zeke wouldn't remember <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But they don't remember anything. Anyway, it's a great book. Go buy it. And I think the Unseen Queen is in store uh, September 27th. Yes. I should be done by then. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> it's like so depressing. <laughs> but it's a great book. No, it's, it's, it's a really good book. But, but uh, uh, the, the surprise of like Centerpoint and I haven't, I haven't been to Ma yet. Yeah, but those, but th- those are just great reference. There's reference yeah, to that's Deathwing like Ghost and you know. But it's basically like, oh yeah, by the way, Bugs created Centerpoint. W- what? No. <laughs> Can't be. <laughs> but, but there's, a, there's also a lot of going back to Alderaan before it was blown up like mm-hmm. 10,000 years prior to that. Yeah. And how, a lot of uh, a lot of the Kilix back then, you know, flee from there. No, there's no mention of that. It, that's in Tatooine Ghost. No, there, there, well, there is like probably one uh, there's paragraph. Like one, there, there's like two pages about it in there. Okay, I just passed it, where Leia actually brings one of the Kilix into the. Well, it's Raynar actually. She brings Raynar into the Falcon and she shows Kilix Twilight to him, and she's like, "What's this? See, columns falling." And you tell me that's just like it just so happens to be yeah, falling okay. on when us. When they discover it's Tekilix. Yeah. Okay. I I, I I was I was about to mention something, but you cut me off, so Sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm a bad man. Uh, no, it was something about the book. Uh, well, too late now. Go buy it. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's a really good book. Honestly, it's a, I find it to be like a little oh, slow in the beginning. Oh, oh shut up. Uh, I think uh, to understand everything in that book, read the uh, Troy Dennings book, That Wind Goes and Star by Star, because they're based mostly on what uh, Troy Denning 
uh, wrote in uh, the NGO series uh, Tatooine Ghost and mm, the rest is only uh, small references I I won't make you read Planet of Twilight and uh, Planet <laughs> of Twilight? I haven't read yeah. that one that's where, where Annika come from the White Current and uh, ah. Barbara Handley yeah. Barbara Handley right yeah Barbara Handley I think I read it in the Essential Guide to Chronology Right, probably. But so that hasn't been updated since Tatooine Ghost came out, and the New Jedi Order has been out. Yeah. So you know what? Time tells. <laughs> no, but there's one coming up. Yeah, I can't the wait. The new that. essential chronology. Of course. Oh yeah. But so you know what? I don't think. I think they should. They should actually put it in a binder, and they should actually release the holocron. Not holocron, but not the holocron itself. What have not been said. Separately? Yeah, that's a the like when Darkness Two comes out, you know, they just had like one file for Darkness Two and they just should do a f- a program or DVD or something and you can pay I don't care, like you can give me a hyperspace and you update your encyclopedia. There you go. As long as you know instead of going paper all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's cool to have paper, but if you don't want to buy paper, there should be an alternative. Yeah. You know? they, they they should actually update the StarWars.com yeah. database yeah. a lot. Like Steve Sensweet mentioned that he was thinking about his uh, upcoming uh, second edition of the Star Wars Encyclopedia. Don't go paper. Go DVD or something. No, and paper, ma- paper edition and then you can update on the website. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Like print PDF file or something that you can slip in or something. And then this. That's what it ca- it's called. Aretas. Aretas, yeah. Aretas. So what you were thinking about is an addendum, which has nothing to do with it. Okay. But it's okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what's coming up? What's coming up? What's coming up is actually Alderaan goes boom, which is why I was talking about Alderaan, uh, which is mentioned a lot in Journey King, uh, before it was destroyed. So. But what is Alderaan goes boom? It's Stormtrooper Bond number eight. Yeah, well, th- st- are are you so like eager to say all these things? It's incredible. No, it's because he <sighs> seemed not to mention it. So Alderaan goes boom. Stormtrooper Bob number eight, and uh, that will actually take us back to a sponsor break, and then we'll be saying hi to everybody in the chat, and we'll be back with the main subject, celebrating fifty shows, which will make you laugh. And Star Wars on direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Hi, this is Darian and Blade from www.jeditalk.com. Be sure to join us for our show every Sunday night live, where you can listen to the latest Stormtrooper Bob. Join us for our trivia contest. Listen to live interviews with authors like Michael Stagpole or Kevin J. Anderson. Also, a full two hours of Star Wars talk every week. So, remember, dark side or light, join us Sunday night. Stormtrooper Bob, Episode 8, Alderaan Goes Boom. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, after watching the Millennium Falcon disappear into hyperspace, the Star Destroyer Vengeance went into hyperspace after it. Minus one captain, Darth Vader decided it was no longer of use to the Imperial Navy. The Vengeance quickly got to Alderaan. Lord Vader calls on his most <clears throat> elite squad of stormtroopers to go down to Alderaan in search for rebels. Let's join this elite squad. <laughs> 
to tell you about the time we had to fight with Greenpeace to get our mother back. We told him a dozen times she wasn't a furry wellamander, and then... Oh, shut up, Angus. Uh, alright, no one wants to hear that story about your mother. Now, we got a job to do. I see you two. Where is that stupid hunk of tin? Yes, sir. I hear so. What is our mission here? Uh, sir, we have to go to the shuttle and go down to the surface water. <clears throat> I see you two. Look around. Okay. It appears we're already on the planet, sir. Yes, good. Now, does our mission include a second goal? Yes, it does, sir. And exactly what is this objective that we're supposed to do? What is what, sir? Okay, I'm going to make this very simple for you. What is the second goal on Alderaan? Oh, why didn't you ask? To search the local bars for any rebel presence that may be on the planet. Let me go. I'm going to kill him. And I'm going to enjoy it. Ah, chill out, will ya? No, we don't need Helm. You wouldn't happen to think they would have any blue milk on this planet, eh? Oh, this is supposed to be a center of learning, right? So, one of their universities, they must have like a party keg division or something. Yeah, Lewis, you got blue milk on the brain. You need to resist your urges. Alright, knock it off, you two. Uh, we, well, I guess we better get moving. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's a good idea. I guess we'll move out now, then. So Bob and his uh, his squad of... Well, do I have to say this? Yeah. Okay, so Bob and his elite stormtroopers move from the local pub to pub looking for rebels. Meanwhile, at a nearby pub. Wow. It's amazing to have so many rebel leaders in one room. Yeah, there's Mon Mothma, Admiral Akbar, and 20 major generals of the rebellion forces here. If we were to be found, it would be the end of the rebellion. Oh no, our worst nightmare. Stormtroopers. Hey, how are we going to be able to find these rebels? Well, normally the standard procedure says we walk around and if we ask people, are they rebels? And if they say yes, we shoot them. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and try that, and uh, you guys spread out not casual, okay? Spread right out. Right on, eh? Okay. Okay. Are, are, can I have your attention, please? Are there any rebels in this building? No, of course not. Um, no. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, where, where is everybody? Barkeep, I'm your local loom inspector. It's a surprise inspection by the Empire. I'm going to need to sample all your finest, I mean, uh, all your uh, current uh, tankards that you'd be selling to the public. Oh, wow. See that redhead over there on the bar, the one with the short hair, eh? She's pretty hot. I think I'll try my luck, eh? Go get him, Tiger. Wow. Uh, Alright, squad. Regroup. We'll, we'll just get on get out of here, okay? Oh, okay. I'll call you. I'll be right there. Alright. 
right, let's just get out of here, guys. Wow, those stormtroopers are really stupid. We may have a chance to win after all. Yeah. Oh, Mon Mothma's calling us over. The leaders must want to get off Alderaan as soon as the imps leave. After letting an opportunity to stop the entire Rebel Alliance slip by, Bob and his squad stand in the street as the entire command chain walk out of the by and hurry off. Yeah, boy. I'm telling you, there weren't no rebels in there. I can smell a rebel a mile away. But are you sure that was exactly the best way about going and finding rebels? Look, it was in the procedure book. Procedure is never wrong. Okay, so let's go ahead and move out. Sir, we have some new orders. And what are they? What are what, sir? Okay, that's it. I'm just going to blow them away, and then they'll give us a new one, okay? That's what I'm going to do. No. No, Bob. You are not going to destroy him. Because if you destroy him, that means we're going to have to fill out forms. Or more specifically, I'm going to have to fill out forms. And I am not filling out forms so you can have two seconds of joy blowing this droid up. No way. Uh, all right, Francis, we'll let this one slide. Okay, I see you two. I'm going to make this very simple. I want you to tell me what our new orders are. Or to report back to the Vengeance after we get there, we're to go to the bridge. Okay, fine. I'm sick of looking for rebels anyway. Let's get to the shuttle. After two hours of searching for a bus stop, Bob and his squad walk a block and a half back to the shuttle. They get flown up to the Vengeance and report to the bridge. Squad STV-1 reporting, Captain Future Cadaver. Ah, Bob, you are back. Good. We wanted you on the bridge when we board the new Imperial superweapon, the Death Star, as a reward for all of your hard work down on Alderaan. Well, thank you, Captain. You can take your seats at the front. There. There it is. Wow, would you look at that? It must be the size of a really large piece of grapefruit. Actually, it's the size of a small moon. Well, I have duties to attend, too. I still think it's the size of a big piece of grapefruit. Of course, it's kind of blue, and it's also kind of white. Uh, sir, you're looking at Alderaan. The Death Star is to the left. Oh, well, yeah, that that is the size of a small moon. Well, this is nice and all, but uh, let's go get some chow. Ah, Bob, already leaving to go back to work. What an inspiration you are. Uh, okay, sure. Bob and his squad head to the mess hall. When the vengeance docks, the squad follows into the Death Star as Lord Vader's escort. After being excused, they walk around trying to find their new quarters. You know, out of all the Imperials I have met, I think Lord Vader is the nicest. Now, where could our quarters be? Huh, I wonder where that door leads. Well, squad, let's go in here and hang out for a while. Sir, that sign on the door says restricted. Are you sure we should be in here? Shut up, droid. There's a drink machine in here. Fire room. Stay in the red. Lord Vader, the red moth, Tarkin. 
are having a meeting on the bridge at Fritz Slayer again. Darkin wants you ready. Well, maybe we shouldn't be in here. Oh, wait. That looks like a blue milk dispenser. Let me at it, eh? I could use some neat myself. Oh, it looks like this lever might be the one for the blue milk, eh? Connecting primary ignition, Governor Dargan. Now, which button do you push to get a good haggis? Targeting computer locked in. Angus, you just fired that laser. What are we, what are you doing? You know, we're toast now for sure. Oh, thank goodness you were here, Bob. We stepped out for some calf. We would have been in a great deal of trouble if you had not fired that laser. Uh, yes, sir? What could I possibly do to reward you, Bob? How about I put you in for a commendation? Well, okay, but I'm having trouble storing all those things. Will Bob ever stop getting medals? Will Angus ever get his haggis? Did Lewis really get Mon Mothma's number? Tune in next week for the next episode of... Stormtrooper Bob! This episode of Stormtrooper Bob has been brought to you by Uncle Joe's Old Town Tavern. If you want to get a few drinks, meet some new people, pick up on an attractive stranger... Or just plot the downfall of an oppressive government. Uncle Joe's is the place. We're open from 12 to 2, 7 days a week. Uncle Joe's is a private club for members. Stormtrooper Bob has been brought to you by www.jeditalk.com. The voices of the narrator and Stormtrooper Angus have been brought to you by Ian McCormick. The voices of Stormtrooper Bob and ICU2 have been brought to you by Eugene Cash. And the voices of Stormtrooper Francis and Stormtrooper Lewis have been brought to you by Mark Henderson. Join us next week for the next exciting episode of Stormtrooper Bob. Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come by Federation Toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction guarantee. Yes, that's right. Roger, roger. All Star Wars and direct listeners will get a 5% discount on their purchases. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. This is Stephen Barnes, author of the new Clone Wars Star Wars novel, The Cestus Deception, and you're listening to Star Wars On Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom, number 51, celebrating 50 shows and counting. That's right, people. So Danny put up like a little medley. That he's gonna have us listen to. First, what's your 
funniest memory or what's your uh I'm just like inducing yeah the hype for your medley. <laughs> Scared. <laughs> well, no, I was actually it's just it's mentioned that uh, Stephen Barnes is one of our most interesting interviews. I really interest. I was really interested by what he had to say. He had a lot of very passionate speaker and he had a lot of cool things to talk about. He's like a philosopher. Exactly. He's into that is philosophy. He's totally zen. And, you know. He's really cool. Yeah. He's a cool cat. He's a cool cat. <laughs> That's right. But the you know what? Just as much as Matthew Stover was at C3, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as deep. But, but like a lot of interesting things to say. That's it. That's it. It, it was really fun. Jeez. Uh, how how far back do you remember? Um, I just was looking at the podcast because in the podcast on iTunes you can go and you can see all of our shows. Yeah. So the first one is our premier English show. I forget what we even talked about. Dark Forces. Dark Forces. And then we talked about the official fan club in episode two. And then we did Star Wars dioramas, and then that's so when our server crashed. Yeah, yeah. And, and we had Frank in studio. Yeah, yeah. That time. And then we had the Star Wars extreme fans. Yeah. And then how Star Wars influenced your life. Now that's like two Sebastian subjects in a row. Yeah. <laughs> two Sebastian. Why did, we sh- why did we do shows on me again? Because <laughs> you're interesting. You're interest. You're a- an extreme fan. And you have been influenced by Star Wars a lot? Then we did, like, Unifying Force. We did a lot of those, actually. You guys did the French shows. Every time there was a new new Jedi Order book out, yeah. you guys would do a show on it, and you'd have, like, usually have the author mm-hmm. on. Usually, yeah. That's it. Usually have the author. I thought that was one of the things that really got me into Star Wars Direct. And then we did, like, the future of the Jedi religion. That was a good one. We did the Clone Wars. That's our first that we also... That was the first that Danny and I did together without Sebastian. He was sick. It was awesome. The Jedi... Wasn't it the Jedi religion? Yeah, Yeah, it was. That was in January. During the Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl. Yep. Um... I I remember calling you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a clip of that, but... You really sick. Uh, You were really sick. It wasn't funny. (laughs) Um, oh, what did we do? Start. We did back in January of last year. We did the future of Star Wars on the small screen with the uh, in 2004. We were thinking ahead, you know. Yeah, yeah. one of the first rumors that started coming out, you know, and all yeah. that. And Kevin Smith's rumors, and they still haven't been denied yet. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but Mr. Pressler himself hasn't been. Likely to give us an, uh, the luck of having him on the show, so mm. well, we sadly can't take the, the worms out of his nose and get him to talk to us. Well, I don't remember which one I liked the most. I think uh, the the six-hour episode was great, but it was too long. Which one was that? The six-hour? Oh, yes, the uh, celebration. Yeah, celebration yeah. Three. yeah, that was long. Um, yeah, we, we began at seven p.m. and. And, and did that like, like one, one p one a m. I think one of the things that really flopped that show is the fact that we had trouble with the internet, like yeah, yeah, with our computers, so we couldn't. It wasn't like perfect. And we the way were sh- all so freaking tired. <laughs> I was so tired. I, I I think I crashed before the end yeah. of the show. Yeah, <laughs> you can if you listen to the show. You see, Brian, I'm going. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't remember. I, I have to check the list myself. But uh, um, one of my favorites we did was the last one we did together, Danny. Ranking the Star Wars movies. Okay, so I I won't come to the show anymore. Yeah, it's fine. No, that's show what up. you want. <laughs> I I guess I'd have to say my my one of my favorite ones uh, was the Republic Commando Hard Contact one. The interview that was with a good one. Travis. I I really enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. I, re- I love the Omega Squad. I really liked uh, the one we did uh, talk about Republic Commando. With Wikimart and uh, it was cool. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, probably the most controversial was the uh, Lucasfilm versus the fan site. Uh, oh yes, yeah. it was a, a turning point in our show, but and it was re- a really heated debate. And sadly enough, they, Lucasfilm they, we had pros and cons. Yeah. yeah, I I would I I would honestly still to this day would like to hear. Lucasfilm's point of view on this, mm-hmm. but I know they won't. I'm fairly certain I'll will never hear about it, or that their unofficial official take would be something like, "We like to see fans going out and in these means and doing stuff like Star Wars fan sites, and we're going to let them do it even even though it goes totally against the Star Wars terms of use from StarWars.com." But it's okay, it's their way to express themselves and we can't really stop everybody from having a GeoCity Star Wars website, so... That's it. There you go. Okay, I'm gonna play a first uh, clip that I have. But 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 honestly, uh, it's, it's really sad because the best memory I have of the entire Star Wars on direct interviews we've did was not with one of the, the actual... Uh, English shows. It was with Lisa Stevens, and it was back when we were doing it in, the, in French only. No. And we did the fan club in English? It show? was yeah, our second show. Our second show. Second it is the Star Wars fan club. That's right. And the best memory of that because, is... Because the, the we recorded it yeah, during French. the French show. That's it. And we passed it on the, the English, English show. show. But the the best memory of that is Mary Franklin calling me on my cell phone and going, "Hi, Sebastian. Th- this is Mary Franklin." I'm like, "Oh yes, the Banta Track editor." And she's like, "Holds for a moment." So you know I am. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm very fond of your work. <laughs> it was it was a funny little. Uh, uh, before I pass some clips, do you re- remember our live shows? The first live from the SFX convention in Montreal. Which was really hilarious because it's it's live but not real live. It's like recorded live mm-hmm. at the SFX show, yeah. but sadly the internet connection was so this so expensive that we yeah. didn't actually did it live live. But it was a great show nonetheless, and we had tons of fun and Probab- probably our shortest short show. Yeah, and we pulled the arm of a few people over there and <laughs> just mm-hmm. said, "Hey, by the way." Come over on the mic. And then we had our two uh, in uh, SFX Toronto. Mm-hmm. The, se- the second day with the Wookiee incident. The Wookiee. <laughs> the Wookiee incident. <laughs> you were so drunk. Oh, you my God. God. Trust me, people. A drunk Wookiee is not something you want to have in your room. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad. He just kind of Oh, no. He fell on the Damn. Damn. <laughs> Jesus. 
And then you, you think uh, the man... You damn. No, it's g-a-damn. G-a-damn. You, you think the Wookiee can hold his booze, but you'd be surprised how much he can't. <laughs> After a bottle of vodka uh, by himself, you know? It was only a 20 ounce. Yeah, but it's a shitload of vodka. Man, that's not that bad. Maybe most for you, but most people would pass out after drinking that much vodka, but not him. I would be in a coma, man. <laughs> yeah, but you're so fragile. <laughs> yeah, and there was the survival guy that says C3. That oh, one I that really like. Really fun show. This one yeah. really was really cool. Make sure you bring your depends while waiting in line for. And do you re- remember what? That's one of the. Do you remember what? Friendly advice Jay Thompson gave us. Let's hear it. Um, but let's see. The uh, something else. You know, you're talking about going through airport with mm-hmm. all this stuff you guys bring in. Mm-hmm. And uh, take it from me, uh, the guy who carried camera equipment for the better part of three years through these these uh, airport security mm-hmm. guys. They don't play around. You know, if, if you if you have a prop or something in your suitcase. Uh, or in your carry-on, you know, just just throw it some clothes around it and stick it in the suitcase because mm-hmm. it, it's a lot better than going through the harassment of uh, cavity searches, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got a cavity search done? Uh, well, close to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did did they kiss you first? Story, if I have, bear with me, but every time I went through an airport, you know, it's funny because I carry my big metal case and my camera equipment with me and uh, on, the, you know, the carry-on because I've been trusted in the, uh, in the cargo hold. So I'm, I'm, I'm basically standing in line, walking around. Uh, you'll have, you know, a guy with something that looks like a missile launcher, and then you'll have a woman who's carrying, like, a, a giant ticking bag, and you watch the, the, the airline guy. He walks past them, past them, and sees my big metal case. He's like, you're my bitch. <laughs> yeah. Pulls me out, you know, sends me to the special scene room, and, uh, and, and fun ensues. Oh, no. So, yeah, please, you don't want to go through that. It's a big hassle, and... Uh, uh, oh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go into more details. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. There you go. You don't want to know where those rolls of films were hidden. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what can... Uh, but but talking about uh, Celebration, uh, Grimby the Hut, which is uh, one of our listeners, uh, is actually posted on the FanForce forums... About the infamous Friday night after the Star Wars Fan Force uh, party. And I'll basically quote him from the text, certainly b- uh, beginning from I drifted away from the GCRs and found some of my home- hometown Fan Force crew. I bought a few drinks I hold to people as I watched the 501st presentation about Katie. I realized that I hadn't bought my for Katie wristband yet, to, so, so I headed outside the ballroom to find Real Mites and the Star Wars on Direct crew who were selling wristband at their table while recording a live radio show. I think I said hi to Kefisto and wandered over to watch the guys sparing my master replica blade. Now, scroll down, and we go basically to the George Lucas line. Uh, out the window, I could see part of the convention center down the street. People were already in line anticipating the first George Lucas panel, which was still a good eight hours away. With that thought fresh in mind, I realized I couldn't bring myself to get up from my chair. My feet were aching, I was soaking wet, and I was immensely tired from the previous four days of not sleeping. I knew Wilmites was going to hate me for not showing up, but I probably would have gotten sick if I had gone out there. An hour later, I woke up and mustered enough energy to limp over and crash face first onto my bed. <laughs> I just want to say, Grimby, no hard feelings, it's okay, <laughs> I understand. Uh... 
sometimes we have prices that we gave away we give away yeah. right and sometimes we cannot have those prices but sometimes people play jokes on us so let's hear it and welcome back to Star Wars on the Rack the voice of Star Wars fandom ladies and gentlemen and uh, Brian yes did we get any answers for that uh, Michael's yes, helpful questions cool yes we did oh my god that's good and uh, I think we have like a couple of numbers as well so. we have a couple of numbers I need a third one people if you want to win if you, you want to win something and give us your opinion the year 2004 thing get we were supposed to get anything about Star Wars mm-hmm. and we got a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. so That's please true. we got we got plenty of good stuff I'm and trying to what? cheat but it's not going to work <laughs> come on <sir. laughs> that was me calling the studio to why you do that because I wanted to win the awful the, the, the awful prizes I <laughs> wanted to win the great prizes we have <laughs> Aw, poor Sebastian I really wanted those prizes. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he called with his cell phone to the studio. And yeah. Oh, I wanted some prizes too. And and after the show, Danny beat me with his baseball bat and told me never to do that again. <laughs> uh, oh, the memories! <laughs> do you remember what we did on the 2004 year in review that you were really excited about? Uh, what did we do? Let's hear a little bit of it. So, uh, we're going into our main subject right now, the year 2004 in review. So, I'm sure that Danny has lots of the best and worst of 2004 because he's got this little file. No, it's only the the, the, the main events of the year. Oh yeah, which like you made us guess last time on the Friends show and yeah. nobody got it because nobody remembered. Yeah. Now I can ask Brian and Martin maybe. Yeah, that's to a good guess, idea. To guess uh, what uh, what came out in which month. So we'll have some Jeopardy music. Here. All right. <laughs> I love playing trivia games. <laughs> okay, I'm going just so you don't see it. Okay, I won't look. Okay, there was uh, in January. Yes. And there was something that was announced officially, and uh, we knew about it. Uh, b- because Sebastian did some research uh, and confirmed uh, it. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I know. Okay. Ding ding. What is the announcement that Celebration Three will take place in Indianapolis? Exactly. <laughs> we have a winner. <laughs> I get a feeling I'm going to lose this miserably. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your next choice? February for 100. I'll take February for 400, please, Danny. <laughs> Okay. I was going to say Alex, but... <sighs> okay. Uh, well, there was a couple of things. Uh, I don't... Mm, not, those are not easy. Take the fourth one, since he said 400. <laughs> okay, the fourth one. There was a hardcover novel that came out in February. February. No, it's not that one. It's not that one, In Frank. February... Um, no cheating! No cheating! Renowned author. Oh 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 oh! It's the Timothy's on. It's the Timothy's on one. Yeah. Let's go. I can't see. Damn it! Um um. Jedi healer. Survivor. Survivor's quest. Here you go. Survivor's quest. 
<laughs> Oda memories. <laughs> it's like Survivor. <laughs> of uh, course, we have a, a clip of the Extreme Fan Show since it's one of Sebastian's uh, main. Uh, Sebastian's main purpose in life. Yeah, <laughs> being an Extreme Fan. <laughs> so we're gonna listen to that. Well, let's let's talk really about like how the public reacts to the fanatic uh, to go back on the subject yeah. uh, when we went downtown to actually take a couple of pictures with me with my uh, my Kellogg Funk Cooper album on you know it was really funny it was really hilarious we like, got a couple of dirty looks yeah it was very funny and we also got a couple of really dirty looks from from women who were looking at me and I, I'm like yeah the uniform rocks <laughs> <laughs> of course you all get out the helmet, so. yeah that Oh, thank you. <laughs> I've got the weapons too. I'll let you know. <laughs> but of course, you know, the, um, the 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 people that were looking at us, uh, there were there were some of them that were looking I at us. I wasn't there, ways. so don't include me. In no, your I'm talking to kids. <laughs> you were at work. You have responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Shame, on <laughs> shame on you. What happened to you? Where's the kid go? <laughs> the kid needs to pay for a, a radio show. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See, good answer. <laughs> and back to the normal programming. <laughs> What would you consider a normal Star Wars fan? Uh, Then, uh, probably a guy who goes to the movies when they come out, uh, maybe watch it once a year on DVD or uh, VHS, and that's Whatever about video it. Whatever format he can yeah, find. And that's about it. Uh, mo it's w it would be most of the general public. Probably they'd have a few trinkets. Yeah, like the soundtrack and uh, some posters. Maybe, and uh, Yeah, maybe a toy. Yeah, but nothing more than that. Uh, I I would say that the normal fan do not uh, have interest in the expanded universe, for example, mm -hmm. or the video games. Yeah, it's they won't care that much about the yeah, books and yeah, that's it. And they only care mostly about the movies and posters, or soundtrack. What is reminding the movie. them? Yeah, the movies. Yeah. Okay. That, <laughs> that that would be a normal fan for me. Yeah. What do you, what do you think is a normal fan? Well, I think that what Danny said is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> And this I, is a roundtable discussion. I'm no longer a normal fan because what Danny you said makes sense, and I thought I was a normal fan. But <laughs> no, but but there are different level, the different there are different levels. You could be a normal fan, but the extreme fa fans has different level. I would say I'm not an extreme fan, okay. even though it may seem mm -hmm. like it. Because uh, Extreme Fan Anonymous. Hello, this yeah, is exactly. EFA. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Kit, and I'm not an Extreme Fan. <laughs> well, I'm not an Extreme Fan because I don't have a website, or I post a lot on the Forest.net part. I also, other than that, not much. I have a lot of toys. You're a great fan, but not an yes. Extreme Fan. I'm not an Extreme. There you go. All right, going back on two things. The research on Star Wars celebration in Indianapolis that was actually calling up the West in Indianapolis and asking if they got like rooms booked for everything, and they basically said, "Oh yeah, we got rooms for Lucas," <laughs> and that was that was hilarious. Le le yeah, that was hilariously funny. I'm pretty sure someone lost a job over there <laughs> due to that. <laughs> But yeah, it was that was my most easy confirmation job I've ever did. <laughs> 
And going back to the Extreme Fan Show. I think I'm an Extreme Fan now. Oh, yeah. I got a question to ask you guys about. Like, after going to C3, am I still that Extreme a fan? You're up there. (laughs) (laughs) You're in the the top 200. (laughs) 200. (laughs) That's good. There's there's 200 of them. Okay, cool. I know, there's probably more of them. I've got 199 fans to to get back to my top position. (laughs) I didn't say you weren't in the top position. You don't have the budget to be the number one fan. That's probably right. I just remember you guys saying, dude, you know what? We thought you were something. But we saw things around me. <laughs> I saw some fucked up shit, man. <laughs> I don't ever want to do this again. Okay, of course. We people asked yeah. us where, where the, the hell Jedi, that Jedi came from, and they want to hear the song. So we're gonna hear the song first, and right after that, we're gonna. Y- you should put the flashback first, then the song. Okay, <laughs> as in the way they happened. Okay, but let's go into that. Uh, basically, the yeah first, uh, right that Jedi happened. We laughed, and later during the show, the same show, about half an hour later, Fat Boy sent us this song remixed, and he did that uh, in half an hour or an yeah, hour. It was, it was half an hour. Half an hour. So it's pretty fast. So Very <laughs> fast. So let's hear it. Okay. So let's see what That'd else. That'd be a scary. Uh, it's definitely gonna be PG thirteen. That ain't even a question. And Lucas all kind of confirmed it <laughs> on yeah, the 60 minutes. Pretty much kind of confirm it. Although I think it's kind of it's kind of odd because Attack of the Clones probably should have been PG-13. Mm-hmm. So it seems sort of like it's going to be PG-13 more for the marketing mm-hmm. than anything. Or you just listen to the fans. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you I'm think you can do remix with that? The fan thing, because I, you know, I hang out on message board quite a bit, and I've seen a lot of fan ideas. And if, if fans were in creative control of, of Star Wars, episode one and two would have been like a, a combination of RoboCop and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have really felt like Star Wars. I'm not saying that the action scenes wouldn't have been cool, but it, it wouldn't have really felt like Star Wars, and there, and there probably would have been titty shots. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with these. I've got a pair myself. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is that why I say too much information? <laughs> help you, man, boo. My name's Fat Boy. Oh, I got that. Oh. <laughs> Walk right into I got fat boobs myself, my friend. I got fat boobs yeah. myself. What are you going to be thinking about later tonight? What's kind? Ayla. Oh, that too? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I admit it. <laughs> that's kind of gross. <laughs> she's not human, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she has big tentacles hanging out the back of her head, dude. Dude, it's just to hang on to her. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. Now, 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 PG-13. Now we're going PG-13. That's what happens. Right, that Jedi. Right, that Jedi. Oh my god. <laughs> this is getting like we're getting each time every every time we you're here we're going like really, really low. <laughs> I was inspired, I like that. That Jedi. Okay. <laughs> well bad boy, we gotta tell you like most people really like your your, your comments, so you gotta come back next show. Ooh. 
Vader was seduced. Yeah. Right. Yes, Master. Jedi. Why put us through this again? <laughs> uh, you know what? It's sad that Fat Boy is not online when when we're there's actually he's at work. He's doing his own show. There, okay. There's actually a fan who went lower than us. Oh, after the ride that Jedi come lower than us. Lower than us. Do you think that's possible? Oh, trust me, it is. And I'm not sure if I should say it, but I want to say that. This comment doesn't come from anybody here or the crew of Star Wars Undirect. It actually comes from a fan of Star Wars Undirect. After the uh, the the uh, ride that Jedi incident, we were discussing milfs incidents, and basically the Jelf comment came up. Came up the Jedi I'd like to fuck. So okay, and apparently there's going to be a T-shirt as well. So wow. that's well, that, that's, that's just too low. That's not bad, s- since you actually met Amy Allen at, in the restaurant. Uh-huh. And yeah, we, we all know how well that went. Yeah. For those of you who don't remember, you can always go to the Galactic Senate message board, or you can go read and go listen to one of our shows. No, they should. Sh- shows. No, we did they talk about it. Yeah, but they should go to the Galactic Senate me- message board and take a look at the MOT emoticon little. Uh, web show I did over there with the emoticons to show what her face looked like. (laughs) 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 And of course, and of course, there was Richard uh, from Requiem of the Outcast Mm -hmm. on the other side of the table, just like holding his forehead and waving no with a smile up to his (laughs) face, like, "What the fuck did you just do, man? What the fuck did you just do?" (laughs) It's like. These people will never talk to the fan audio community again. <laughs> That's it. And uh, since we're out of time, I'm going to play our first intro ever. Oh boy. First show. It's 11 minutes, but it, you will it's see. 11 minutes? Yes. Wow. Just before that. Oh, and I want you to listen to my thanks. I okay. thank people and stuff. And. You will see how much things have changed since then. Okay. Well, I just I just want to say before we go to that, uh, we've got some questions from Ikastra. Okay. Uh, what subjects do we plan for the future? Oh. Um, for our next few shows, we have... We don't plan ahead very much. We have miniatures since it's coming out. And That's uh, it. We're, we're trying to basically stay on the... Uh, on the verge of what's happening in the Star Wars community, yeah, of what's happening. So we have the we have today we have the celebrating. Next week we have an interview with special guest. Special guest. I have to say it, Rob Watkins. <laughs> uh, hopefully. Uh, then after that, Sebastian's in Toronto, and then we come back and we have the review, or we're going to do a set, a show about the Star Wars, the universe, huge. the universe huge set. Yeah. And then we're going to have Star Wars, popcorn, Shakespeare. Yeah. Yep, and then we're going to have... I think we're going to have a dinner for five style show. Right? Yeah. So That's cool. the plan anyway. That's the plan while Danny's away. While Danny's away, we're going to have a dinner for five. The mice will play. Cool. 
and I uh, hope it will be recorded. So yeah, and basically, basically, it. was also asking uh, what was our favorite moments, uh, which we answered. I think my favorite moment, if you can, s- you can define a moment as any length of time. I think Celebration Three was a great moment. Yeah, for Star Wars on Direct. And finally, are we going to do a follow-up about Star Wars Galaxies now that the game has changed 100% now that the combat upgrade is up? Probably. As I I told him, I I said, you know what, probably if we find someone who's uh, playing the game enough to actually talk about it, I don't know. Ikash was playing the game Yeah, well, he's the one asking the questions, so I told him, like, up for it. (laughs) 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 And, yeah, basically, uh, hopefully we'll have Ikash on the show talking to us about Star Wars Galaxies. And uh, it's going to be very, very fun. And let's hear our first intro ever. And like I said, listen to my thanks and what how much things have changed since then. And welcome to Star Wars on Direct, everybody, who's joining us tonight for this uh, very special show. Uh, we're here live from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. That's right, we're French Canadians, we're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're here with uh, Brian, who's going to be my co-host tonight. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And of course, our producer, Danny, how you doing? Hey, everybody. So, Danny's the one who pays for all of this. Thank you very much. No problem. <laughs> so, um, that's the crew presentation, mainly. Uh, we're probably going to be joined later on by a nice fellow named Wookie Mart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm sure the ladies will, will love his voice. Oh, yeah. Barry, Barry White is not dead. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the voice lives on. <laughs> uh, so, tonight we're going to be talking about the uh, Dark Forces games in the Star Wars universe, mainly the, 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 the series of it. So we're going to need your, head, your help uh, on the chat, and uh, we'll talk about this a little bit later. Uh, there's also going to be a news, news section about Star Wars kids in parts, and uh, for those of you who heard about this guy, somewhat. He's from here, apparently. You knew about that, Brian? Yeah, I heard about that. Okay. And... Um, that's about it. Uh, we're going to also talk about a little bit about the events coming up uh, in general in North America and yeah. uh, a little bit over overseas in Australia and uh, where else? The uh, Great Britain there? <laughs> that British. Place, oh, that place where they get the accent like that, you know? Yeah. Don't forget the hyperspace segment. And of course, uh, right after this, uh, the first musical break, we're going to be starting with an hyperspace segment. So all of you who don't like spoilers, do not worry. We will be warning you and explaining everything about how the hyperspace segment works out. And you'll see it's very, very technical and complicated and all, but you'll get the hang of it. So uh, I'm going to let Brian go on uh, how to contact us because it's very easy. You can act, this is a live internet show and it's also interactive. So we need you. If you're not there, the show's not going to be as good as it could be. Mm-hmm. So you have to actually go where Brian will tell you now. Okay, you can contact us by phone 1-514-942-1138 outside Montreal area. And inside Montreal area, it's 514-942-1138. And on the chat room, you can go to the main site, which is http uh, com, And by email, it's studio at starwarsondirect.com. By MSN Messenger, it's starwarsondirect at hotmail.com. By AOL, it's kidfisto, with a zero, not a zero, not an O, JC. And the webcam is on the link on the main page. 
That's right. Say hello to the webcam guys. Hello. And the other thing you might want to you might you might want to help you uh, going to the website and everything. It's that www.swendirect.com and uh, very easy. It means Star Wars live in French, you know. We got like this. Yep. Delusion, delusions of grandeur. Yeah, I'm gonna explain all that. <laughs> Would you like to tell us about yeah. that, Danny? Please. Well, we're uh, we're okay. at this part. Oh, yeah. so hey, okay. <laughs> uh, a little note from the producer. That's, That's right. me. So hey, everybody. Uh, I would like uh, to talk a bit about our English show and what's involved in running that kind of program. First of all, I'm not the main host simply because of my accent. So <laughs> it's okay. <Come> <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, first off, uh, why keep the French name Star Wars on the Well, I like the name, so... <laughs> and uh, pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> it has a, a delusion of grandeur kind of sound, which I like. There was also the cost of getting another domain name for our English portion of the website. Just for the heck of it, I didn't think it was worth it. Second, Star Wars on the is a live show, so there's bound to be... Occasional problems, server problems, connection problems, power outage problem, equipment tr problem, and mishap from the host and me. <laughs> Especially me. No, no, no. Uh, live show also implies a lot of simultane simultaneous listeners connected to the server, and that's a big load on the bandwidth. People working on the internet knows that bandwidth is very expensive when you reach a certain level. That's why we have sponsors, commercial. You may not like it, but we need them to support the expenses related to bandwidth. We also welcome PayPal's donation if you think our show is worth it. A live show is also partly improvised, so there's no editing at all. That means that there could be spoilers and coarse language slipping out of the host at any time. But don't worry, we usually warn listeners when a spoiler-filled segment is coming up. You may notice that the sound quality isn't that great. That's because we're broadcasting in mono. So listener using 50k modem can listen in. It also creates smaller fi files to download from archive page. A definite plus if we consider bandwidth. Keep in mind that we are not professional DJ. Far from it. Even if our show has a, car a commercial style. Don't worry. We'll be getting better with time. We're still learning a lot even after 36 show in the can. We hope you, you will enjoy the show. Now I would like to thank some people that made our English show a reality. First off, thank to, thanks to our French-speaking fans. If it wasn't for them, Star Wars and Rick wouldn't be broadcasting anymore. Uh, they don't speak the same language that most of you, but believe me, we're all the same. Uh, I would like to thank the Force.net for the publicity they made for us in the past, even if our show wasn't that known. It was very appreciated, and we hope they continue to support us. <laughs> Uh, thanks to the Digital Llama Boys for their original radio show and the support of the fan audio community. Thanks to Steve, Steve Sansweet. Why Steve Sansweet, you say? Because the interview he made with Star Wars and Rick was the turning point in the history of our show. And uh, because of the visibility and credibility it gave us as a French-speaking show. You wouldn't probably never heard of us if it wasn't for this guy. Thanks to Chrono Radio's very knowledgeable Nathan Buffer, whose passion for Star Wars fan audio kept almost single-endedly this medium alive after the demise of Jedi Talk. He now runs the website StarWarsFanWorks.com, dedicated to fan audio production. And of course, last but not least, Victor Meyer and the Jedi Talk crew, who inspired me to create this show for the French community 
<coughs> two and a half years ago. Unfortunately, the Dietec is now off the air. Unfortunately, the Dietec is now one with the force, but they will never be forgotten by the fans, no matter if they are light side or die side. Ooh, that's Ooh. nice. That was a word from our producer, Danny Pepin, who actually is the guy like who puts all, all the money for it, and like it's incredible. That guy does almost everything, but we're just we just talking, you know. <laughs> we're all talking. He's all he's all the making. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, uh, as of course, I, I'm going to keep on a, a little bit about this uh, where we come from uh, part uh, back in. Then back in the end of the 90s, there was this great show called Jedi Talk that came on the air, and they were live and discussing uh, different type of matters. They were actually interviewing authors, much like we do, we do in our uh, French version. And you can actually listen to the interviews if you have missed them. They're all in our archives, and they're all in English, so you can listen to them, and you'll understand everything. Don't, don't be afraid. And uh, we don't encourage you to download during the, during the time we actually hear because of bandwidth problems, as Danny was explaining a little earlier. So, did it cool. And I'd say it was about three years ago now, soon, soon, soon enough. It's going to be three years pretty soon. In 2001... We uh, Danny actually came to me and he said, "You know what would be cool if we were to no, if, I, if we were I, to actually do a radio show." Yeah, <laughs> no, I said to you, uh, "Do you know what is Jedi Talk?" That's it. He told me about Jedi. I never heard of those guys, you know. And he told me there are guys doing an internet radio show and everything. And he said that would be cool if we were to do this thing in French. So then he contacted the guys from Jedi Talk. He talked about having a French version of the show. And the guys at Jedi Talk mm-hmm. were really cool about it. And it's not until the Star Wars, the second Star Wars celebration, though, they realized how big the, the Star Wars Sound Direct show had, had actually become. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was pretty cool because I'm actually now a member of Jedi Talk and you are too. You just don't have the t-shirt. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. The um, the, the the great thing, the, the sad thing is that show had to actually go off air for many personal reasons of uh, all the crew, uh, Darian, Lars, and Calvin. You know, they all, they all had to go on with their lives. So they followed the George Lucas faithful advice, advice and they got a life. <laughs> and uh, now they're doing great. Just a lot bigger than them. They're doing great. And we're going to be doing just as great as they are pretty soon because we decided to carry on the torch and take the show to the English version. So you can all actually have a voice again in Star Wars fandom that everyone can hear. And as we were saying earlier, you can actually call us by phone. We don't have an 800 number uh, that's toll free, but hey, I mean, you know, we ha- we all have to do our parts. It doesn't cut us very much uh, that's it. to, pretty to talk to us five minutes. And of course, you can always use 1010987. <laughs> I thought it was 1010220. Yeah. You, you got you got different different companies. companies. Yeah. yeah. If you listen to Fox, it's 1010987. If you listen to ABC, it's 1010220. So. <laughs> So, yeah, and uh, we, decided, we actually decided to start the show, and uh, we've been improving ever since. Started with uh, real microphones to uh, headphones and headsets, and now we're almost professional. We're almost. We still, <laughs> do, uh, we still have errors and everything. That's okay. It comes with the job. Even professional DJs do it. And, of course, any of this show would be possible if it wasn't from SimpleNet, our host. So, with SimpleNet, you can obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or quite simply a space to put your personal website online. You can join them at www.simple-net.ca. Go by their website, email them, they'll give you great prices and great bandwidth. Trust me, they're an incredible team. 
on this, on this note, we're going to go to a real short break. And uh, we shall see you right after this break and let you know a little bit more about this infamous hyperspace segment. There you go. <laughs> on the memories. So, people, now you know how it all began. Yep. Long, long time ago. I'm sure now you can sing, but I still can't. Nope. Is that it? <laughs> so, now we're going over 50. Yeah. How long do we think we'll, we will hold the fort? As long as you stay in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to last That's forever. not very positive. That's <laughs> <laughs> not very promising. As long as we right want there. to. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that we're gonna go still for at least another Maybe two years. 2007. At least another two years. Wow, there are always different ways of continuing the show. That's right, but live, you know. I love doing it live. Live is li- live is our trademark, and we shouldn't change it's that it's for anything in the world. It's the name of the show. <laughs> it is in French. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, basically that's it. That's hopefully we're gonna be able to do this for the next uh, the next couple of years. And, and when I'm in Paris, it will be your test. You could test it without me. And yeah, yeah and that's it. <laughs> we'll just take off. We don't need you, Danny, anymore. You just enjoy those <laughs> French girls over there. He doesn't need a French girl. Oh, he's got his angels waiting for him. <laughs> Look at the smile on his face. <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to hide. I can't. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, that's it. It's, uh, it's, it's hopefully going to become, like, was well, hopefully going to stay what it's been for the past years. And we're going to be able to, you know, please the fans and maybe please more people. Through See, people love myself. I think I do this show. Purely for myself. <laughs> a very selfish endeavor. I enjoy spending time with my friends. Mm-hmm. Thank and you. producing amazing Star Wars content for the amazing people that are Star Wars fandom. Ooh. See, I, I can see, I can see, like, in a few years, Brian... Execute Ke- Order 66. Oh, I was going to say Brian Kieran's fan relations and director of content management that's at Lucasfilm.com or something like that. No, fuck it. Order 66. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to turn on everybody. Yeah, Yeah, we'll keep updating you with the news as the TV series Come are on. building up. Yeah, they're yes. as they're coming back. And If you have any spoilers, most probably any news, send it to studio at SWIndirect.com. Love to hear from you. Yes, and if you have comments about our past 50 shows or subject you want us to debate in the future. And you know what? If you don't like the way we talk, if you don't like this show, um, send I, I, us I, I, emails hey, to no, improve no, no, I have something else ourselves. To Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's scratch what I said before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not in like political science anymore, are you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Uh, how can they keep you in that program without failing you over and over? Saying fucking shit like fuck you? Yeah. I support my, my points. You know. Okay. And yeah, as I was saying, yeah, basically people, come on, just send you us don't like it. Go no. fuck yourself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, if, if you think we smell like trouts, just let us know. 
Oh, yes. And please, on I your need way questions out. for Rob Watkins. If you want to see figures, what you want to know in the future stats, he'll probably drop a few bombs. Like he does usually during his web chats through Wizards. He I, I hope we, we you don't jinx it. I hope so. <laughs> see, we, if, if I said it, It'd be it bad. would, but I won't, so I won't. I'm gonna, it's going to be awesome. Don't you yeah. worry. All right. I'm going to be a silent producer during that show, probably. Because you don't know anything about minis. Yeah. See, that's... Very sad. little. Yeah. But you should... You, you but should I will do the, the audio news uh, as usual. You should take, like, Emperor Palpatine and put him in a qu in a king position. Darth Vader, put him in a queen position. And a bunch of Stormtrooper and have, like, pawns. And then you'll be able you to play chess with minis. Are you listening to Geeks on Radio? No. Geeks on? There's a podcast, uh, Geek Comics. And they were talking about... Some listeners sent them uh, and a bit about... They bought this um, Star Wars chess set. And, but they weren't sure... Don't do that. Um, which... Because they got the chess set and they had Emperor Palpatine and Vader on one side. And they didn't know who was king and, and who, who was, was queen. queen. Sebastian, what mm. do you think? I think Thought we should keep that king. for a future subject <laughs> show. <laughs> That's the thing is king. I think Vader's the bitch. Yeah, yeah because Vader, uh, because Vader, uh, the queen as is the the that strongest, is. strongest, strongest piece in chess. So Vader. I think Va I, I think Vader's the queen as well. Yep. Pop you make me laugh. King. The pawn is the strongest piece in chess. I said. Uh, it individual is individual piece. The queen. It is. No, 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 no. The, the pawn, pawn is powerful only if you cross the board because it, it it becomes a queen. No, if you cross the board and you like get the king in a corner with a pawn and you win because of a freaking pawn, you will understand that the pawn is the strongest piece on the on the chess. No, I'm not kidding you guys. Never win. I actually I won. Pawn versus king. I won. Possible. Not, no, no, not only a pawn, no, but okay. pawn was part of the armada that killed the king. Armada, armada. Yes. Armadas are quite a large force. It's a fleet. <laughs> okay, well, more than a fleet. Yeah. There were basically three pieces. Yeah, that's not a fleet. Anyway, there was a tower. Off topic. Off topic. <laughs> Sebastian, why don't you tell us about our next show? Yeah. Well, our next show is going to be on uh, Tuesday, August twenty third, two thousand five, and it's going to be on miniatures. Well, we're going to have a special interview one. Right? And we're going to have a special guest, and I'm gonna not going to say who because I would just jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> and of course if you have any comments about the show that you would like to make suggestions for upcoming subjects or that you would like to blast us off because we're bad reviewers or whatever bad people. basically if you don't like us don't listen to us <laughs> well no if you don't like us tell us and maybe we can improve ourselves and yeah. become better and then you can like us and listen to us so please send us an email to studio at swendirect.com or leave, the, leave a message on our message on our message boards our blog Uh, you can, if you'd like to be a, to become a partner or a sponsor, you can send an email to info at swendirect.com. If you like the show, which is just that you talk about it around yourself, word to mouth is the best publicity we can have by our listeners. Bring a friend to the next show and add our URL to your message board signatures, etc., etc. If you don't like us, still do the same because you know you can you can put like free publicity for us and your signatures saying that we're shit <laughs> people will be coming to our to our website and seeing if we are or not hopefully I'd like to take a second to take our sponsors federationtoys.com which is for the moment for the time being still down but will be up shortly sitclan.net our web host simple-net.ca sci-fi podcast network at tsfpn.com 
Our partners, HannahKinnonIsAngel.com, Nerve-Herder-Anonymous.net, the largest collection of Star Wars references and actors, FurryConflict.com, Trek Ward of Furry Conflict Audio Drama, Millennium Falcon, Galactic Hunter, who are still keeping collectors on targets week after week after week, and bringing us great images of Forge Battler's next waves. T-Bone Star Wars Universe and the Galactic Senate Message Boards, which are both available at StarWarsWithAZ.com and StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio. All these links are available in the partner sections of our website. Danny, people should save Tatooine. Yeah, save Tatooine. Go to the link on the main page, main English homepage of Star Wars on the Rick and click on the link and uh, go sign the petition. To save, save the building where the cantina scenes were shot. shot. That's it. And get it restored. So yeah. when you plan to go visit Tunisia, you it can will still they be there. put a bar inside. Yeah. You can you can actually pay like 40 bucks and get a tour of the Mazai Slay Cantina. And all these, all these money will go to Lucasfilm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. Sounds like a plan to me too. They they should really buy that property and you yeah. know make something out of it. Tourist attraction. There you go. They, they can make cra- Star Wars World there. They could Star Wars World with 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 roller coasters in the desert. W- yes, w- it's Tatooine, man. <laughs> I go. I'm going. <laughs> I'm there. That was a, an old project from Jedi. Talk the uh, Star Wars theme park. I'm yeah. there. You know, come on, Smash! You'd be there. Come on. I, I, I wouldn't be there. I would be directing it. <laughs> I would be managing it or something. Managing it. Managing That's it. gross. <laughs> <laughs> managing it. Well, you know the Tanika sisters. Oh. I think they call it menage no, à trois. <laughs> <laughs> I know they. Call but just it having a bar in the real building would be cool. Yeah. I would what go just for that. Do just exactly the same thing and hire one of those peddlers to become wooer. It's I'd, I'd just walk in I'd be like Where's Han Solo? <laughs> I got a bad No people going there With their stormtrooper out Ah oh, That would be so cool That would be so funny You know it, you, you get a, a sign saying a Five or first drink for free Dude It would work I'm so becoming a five or first <laughs> 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 Alright, well, until the next pint, uh, this is all the crew of Star Wars on Direct saying, see you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit 
www.swanzirek.com for more information about upcoming shows. This show is part of the Out of This World Entertainment on the Sci-Fi Podcast Network, tsfpn.com. Sir, if you'll not be needing me, I'll close down for a while.